Welcome to the Straight Up Intentional Podcast. This is your host, Diane, and on this podcast, we're going to talk everything faith, fitness, and mindset, and how to live an intentional life. This week has been so hectic. Let's talk about it. So, you know, I go to church every Sunday, pretty much for the most part. And on Sunday was like a special day. It was my husband's birthday. It was a special worship team came. Another church came. It was just amazing. There was so much to celebrate. And, you know, like we were, you know, just having such a great time. We had church. I got cake for my husband. We were cutting up the cake. Everything was great. We were all in great spirits. We just worshiped and had such a great church service. And we're all talking. I'm like getting ready to leave. Okay. I have a bedtime. We'll talk about my nighttime, morning time routine eventually. But I have a routine and a set schedule in my brain and my body knows it. And so what I did was I started saying bye and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I think I, I'll clean up and we'll go. I'm saying goodbye to the last person. And we just happened to be holding a little bit longer of a conversation than just like a normal five second goodbye. And my son, I don't know if you know my son, he is a riot in all the best ways zooms past me as usual. I'm not thinking anything of it because he always does that. And then all of a sudden you just hear crying, like crying, like not normal crying. And I'm just like, what, what, what's going on? Like he fell, but I mean, he doesn't look like he fell any differently than he does 60 times a day because he's always running full force. And come to find out, he tripped over someone's foot and landed on his little arm. Well, at first, you know, everybody was kind of like, oh, you know, maybe he's tired, you know, whatever. And I was just like, I don't know, that cry is just not normal. He doesn't really cry like that. You know, he cries like that if you take his toy. He doesn't cry like that if he gets hurt. He literally will get hurt and then get up and keep going. But I kind of knew something was wrong, but wasn't 100% sure. Kind of was like, okay, let's go home and let's keep an eye on it. Sure enough, next day, five o'clock in the morning, I wake up. Well, three o'clock in the morning, I wake up. But by the time I get to my five o'clock clients, I'm telling them about it. And I'm like, I think I'm going to take him to the emergency room just to make sure because he was kind of acting like limp on his arm. And mind you, I have church at night. So I don't know if I said that, but this what happened at night. So in the morning, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to take him to the emergency room, just get some x-rays. We go find out this guy fractured his radius, um, which is the bottom of your arm, kind of next to your elbow. And um, yeah, I mean, at first he was just kind of in a sling and then we confirmed he is going to be in a cast. So I had to take him to do the cast. And mind you, I have a toddler. He's going to be three in December. So that entire process, the x-rays, the splint, the hospital, the doctor's office, the cast, it is a lot for a little three-year-old boy that loves to run around and do whatever he wants. And also has major stranger danger. So the stress levels of this mama this week has been insane. Not to mention my husband started feeling sick on Tuesday or Wednesday. Can't remember. We're supposed to go to dinner with church on Wednesday. And 
we couldn't we canceled because i had to quarantine him and you know baby him you know gotta get all the holistic medicine gotta get the garlic and the honey i had him taking elderberry turmeric shots ginger shots oh my gosh by the time i was done with him he was like can i please not take anything else because my stomach hurts from all of this like stuff that i'm stuffing him with i mean i'm talking oregano oil shots like all the things that a Latina mom would do. Sorry about it. I also uh, made him some chicken soup, all that stuff. So my my week, you know, in addition to the normal chaos of my week, because I am a mom, I'm a personal trainer, and I train out of my garage, so I'm constantly busy. Plus, now podcast and, you know, some online stuff that I do. I'm just like, OMG. Like, what do, what do we do? You know, there's, there's a lot of chaos going on here. Um, so the only normalcy in my chaos has been waking up at 3 a.m. and going to the gym and doing my thing at the gym at 3 a.m. That's been the only normalcy that I've had. And let me tell you something. There is nothing like escaping for an hour from chaos, from responsibility, from mom, 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 or wife, 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 or even trainer to just shut the world out and say, I'm going to focus on myself for an hour. This is why I truly believe that fitness is a just, it's like a secret path code. It's like a secret key to life, to mental health, to success, to having a successful business to being a successful mom, successful wife. And when I say that, I mean being being able to do these things well, because when you take time out for yourself, when you say, I'm going to sacrifice an hour that I think I could be cleaning, sleeping, reading, whatever. Well, reading's great too, but you know, doing something else that's not for me. Um, I'm going to sacrifice that and I'm going to go and I'm going to get out of my house because that was something that I definitely had to start doing was get out of my house, get away from the chaos and just focus on myself. Now, when I'm focusing on myself, I'm not sitting here like I'm not like thinking or contemplating about crazy life. I mean, sometimes it happens on the treadmill because the treadmill is boring, but when I'm lifting, I'm focusing on the lift. I'm focusing on the muscle that I am lifting. I am focusing on the form. I am focusing on the reps. I am focusing on how tired my muscle is. I'm focusing on the music playing, which y'all know I listen to Christian rap. So I'm like bumping the music. I'm singing. I'm dancing. I'm not thinking about anything else. In that time, my focus is not on how many bills I still have to pay. It's not on what I have to do when I get home. It's not on what I should be doing with my business. It's not on this podcast. It's not on anything. It's on the muscle. It's on the movement. My body is moving, but my mind is also taking a break from the chaos. And it boosts your mental health, but like not only physically, right? Because obviously I'm going to get my dopamine, my serotonin, but it's also just mentally boosting me 
because now I'm setting the tone for my day. And here's a big one. I'm keeping the promises I make to myself. In the chaos, I said I was going to go to the gym and I went to the gym. I proved to myself that I can do that. And I confirmed the identity of me being someone that follows through on what they say they're going to do. Ergo, giving myself confidence in who I am and who I say I am as a person. So when you're committing to something, to anything, you are going to set yourself up for, am I going to follow through or if I'm not, right? You're deciding right there, like every time you show up that you are that person that you said that you are. And every time you don't, you're confirming that you're not that person, right? So I say this, and I'm probably going to say this a million more times, but the reason I'm saying that is because when you are someone that plans a fitness journey, right? You plan workouts, you have a set time, you have a set workout, you're organized and you have a plan and you follow through on that plan. Your business is going to grow. Your kids are going to see a happier and more confident mother. They're going to see that you stick to what you say you're going to do and you plan accordingly and then you follow through on your plans, making them see that that's how it works and that's what they should do in their lives. You are showing your kids that you value moving your body, you value health, you value fitness, and that you love them so much that you are taking care of your body so that you can be there for them in the long run and their kids. You are showing to them that taking care of your mental health and your physical health is important and that should be a priority. You are showing them by example that this is something that they should prioritize in their lives when they when it comes to it. So not only that, but you're also showing that to your husband. And, and men, you're showing it to your wife. Or if y'all are single, you are showing that to the world. I once, I once saw something that said men don't go, go up to girls in gyms because they look at them with more respect. For example, if you're at a bar, maybe guys will go up to you, right? But because of that environment that you're in, not saying they don't respect you, right? Because there could be a good man at a bar. But the environment that you're in is already kind of setting the tone for the relationship that you could potentially have. If you're at a bar, you might not be taken as seriously as someone that is at a gym at five o'clock in the morning working on their workout. So the the whole comment was about a woman saying, you know, how come guys don't come up to me at the gym? Like maybe I'm not pretty or whatever. No, that's not it. It's that they see you, they respect, hey, respect. You're here at the gym. It's early. You're working out. You're focused on yourself. You're, you know, working on your workout. You value your fitness. You value your health. Therefore, you're a little more intimidating than me, to me, than the woman at the bar because you're here and you're working on your goals and you have something going for you. So I respect you and therefore I'm not going to like bother you. Now, mind you, there's definitely men that still go up to you and bug you even when you don't want them to. Not I, because I go at three o'clock in the morning, so I'm not around anyone. But in I know that there are those environments, but there's less likelihood. Why? Because if you're a single woman, they see 
that they need to come to you proper because you are a woman that values yourself. So this is like a tip to all the single ladies, respect yourself, show yourself that you respect yourself. And then you're going to land a man that respects you too, because he sees that you have your stuff together. You care about where you're going in life. And if he wants to go with you, he needs to care about where he's going in life and have respect for himself. So if you're the married person and your husband, you know, y'all, you know, y'all already met, so you can't really redo that meeting. You're going to show your husband that you're on this new path and he's going to follow in your footsteps because we all know that the man is the head of the household, but the woman is the neck and the woman will put the man in the direction that he needs to go. So if your husband isn't in the right direction, you going in the right direction will lead him into going in the right direction. Maybe not right now, maybe not in two seconds, maybe not in two years, but eventually if you stay consistent in what you're doing, he's going to see what you're doing. And because you probably are the one cooking and all that other stuff, you can influence your entire family by making whole foods, by taking care of self, by reading in front of them. Mom, why, why are you reading a book? Like, why aren't you watching TV? Because this is going to feed my mind. This is going to feed my spirit. And so because of this, I do this. And then guess what they're going to see? They're going to see, oh, well, maybe TV's not that crazy important. And maybe I can pick up a book. Maybe I can read in the morning. Maybe I can wake up earlier. Maybe I can go to the gym. So you taking care of yourself is a cheat code to all of it, right? To your business, because if you're taking care of yourself, before you get to your business, all the things, all the things that you have to do in your business, which, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. It's stressful. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of ebbs and flows and ups and downs. All of those things are going to be a little bit smoother because you already set the tone for your day. Now I'm a trainer. I, I train 5 a.m., 6 a.m. I, I have classes all the way from 5 a.m., 6 a.m. as late as 7 to 8 p.m. I know it's not always possible for you to work out in the morning because people work and the schedule sometimes just don't allow it. If you're that person, keep doing what you're doing, girl. If you don't have that limitation and you're able to wake up early, you just don't feel like it, you are missing out on a massive opportunity of setting the tone for your day. If you wake up 20 minutes before you got to go to work and then you go into the traffic and you're just like always running late, stressed, flustered, all that good stuff. You need to think about setting up your morning to be way less stressful by waking up earlier. Number one, that's just a must. That's just a, a given. You don't got to wake up three o'clock in the morning like I do, but waking up early enough to not rush out of the house and have that stressful morning. And thinking about how you can create movement in the morning, even if it's 20 minutes of stretching, you don't got to go to the gym like I do. If you need to stretch, if you go want, if you can go for a walk, if it, there's light out and you have time to go for a walk before your work, if you're working at 8 a.m., girl, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You can legitimately wake up at 6 a.m. and still get a workout in before you got to shower and go. At, you have the ability to go and make that happen. When you 
have an organized schedule, when you have a plan, you are able to set the tone for your day. And when you jump on that freeway and everyone is cutting each other off and everybody is just in this chaos and this madness, you are under control. Your mindset's under control. You know that you're set, the tone is set for you. So you're going to jump on that freeway when the person cuts you off, you're going to say, have a good day. Sayonara. See you later. Good. You know, good on you. Cool. You didn't work out this morning. I did. (laughs) You know, I got, I set the tone for my day. You didn't, but you're not going to fall into the trap of going and telling them off because you already know, like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I set the tone for my day. I feel good. The endorphins are here. The dopamine is here. Everything is here. We're good. I'm good. I don't need to yell at you or let it ruin my day. Let me turn up my music and sing a little bit louder and I'm going to get to work and I'm going to get there on time because I set myself up for it. Everything is about planning because life is going to happen to you. It happens to everybody. Life has, it takes it's not um, picking you on purpose. It's not leaving anybody out. That's for sure. It's going to happen to everybody. People that you see on Instagram, maybe they don't talk about it. Maybe they only show the Instagram highlight reel, but life happens. And there are people that are hiding things in their closet that you will never know because they just don't want to share it with you and they don't have to. That's their right to not share it with you. But everybody's going through something. Everybody has an emergency. Everybody has things that could potentially throw them off their game. And now it's about how you respond to it. How are you going to respond to it? What's going to be your attitude moving forward? What's going to be your reaction, right? Because life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So this week, being a little chaotic for me, I could say, you know what? Screw it. It's been a hard week. I'm just going to take a day off. And then maybe the next day and then maybe the next day. And sometimes that is necessary. Disclaimer. Sometimes it is necessary. But this week in particular, I was able to still get those things done that I wanted to get done, like going to the gym, like making sure I got 10K steps a day, like making sure that I was reading my Bible when I could, which I read on the treadmill sometimes because that might be the only chance I get. Those opportunities and those little tiny decisions that don't seem like big decisions, they seem like, okay, me sleeping in or me making it to the gym doesn't make that big of a difference, right? But those are two different trajectories that I'm going to go on. Those are two different journeys I'm going to go on. And I'm deciding in that moment when I'm like, okay, my alarm just went off. It's three o'clock in the morning. Can I give myself the excuse to sleep in or should I get up and go? Let me tell you something. Me sleeping in would be an hour difference. I have clients at 5 a.m. I still have to get up at 4. What's the difference? What's the difference of me just getting up, putting my feet on the floor, getting up, washing my face, brushing my teeth, and going out the door? There's no difference to me. Well, there is a big difference. One would prove that I keep my promises to myself and the other would prove that I don't. And then one day would lead to two, would lead to three, would lead to four. And then my entire journey and everything I've been working on would be 
not for nothing, but it would be regressed. And I wouldn't be able to say I continued. I stayed consistent through the hard part. I stayed consistent. And when we think about how results come, because at the end of the day, we're not results driven, but we want to see something, right? And I say we're not results driven, like that's what you should aim to be. You should aim to be focused on the work because the work is what gets the results. So we should be work driven, right? The steps, knowing the tasks at hand, knowing what we want to get done. And when we're focused on that, we're going to see results. And when we see results, we stay consistent, but you're not going to see results in one day. You can't say, I did it for a week. It didn't work. My life got hard. So I gave up. That, that's the, the only way that you're not going to get to where you want to go is by giving up. That's the only way. There's no other way. You giving up is the only way. Stay consistent. You're not going to see results right away. And that's why we shouldn't focus on the result. We should focus on the work. Think about microwave popcorn. I love popcorn, by the way. Love it. Um, high in fiber, great on calories, and it's just, it's delicious. It's just a nice little snack. So think about when you're making popcorn, movie popcorn, whatever popcorn, you put it in the microwave, you set the microwave button, and you don't hear anything for maybe the first two minutes. It's just quiet. And you're like, is this working? Is it not working? And then you start hearing the pop. And then there's like a minute of just insane pop. And then it stops. When you are in your journey, when you're in your fitness journey, in your business journey, in your life journey, there's going to be the journey, the beginning of the journey. You're not going to hear anything. You're not going to hear praise. You're not going to hear good job. You're not going to hear, oh my gosh, you look amazing. You're not going to hear, oh my gosh, you look this, you look that. You're, it's going to be quiet. You're not going to feel any different. Maybe you'll feel a little bit of endorphin hit right after, but confidence for sure. But you're not going to, you're not going to see this drastic change yet. But when two minutes hits, which for you might be two weeks, might be two months, might be two years, you're going to see the popping. You're going to hear the popping. And you're going to see changes just happening and happening and happening and happening. Like, oh my gosh, my pants fit better. Oh my gosh, I lost 10 pounds. Oh my gosh, everyone's saying such nice things. Oh my gosh, I feel so good. Oh my gosh. And you're going to turn around, you're going to look back and you're going to say, oh my gosh, I'm a completely different person because I stayed consistent even when it was hard. Even when I heard, I heard nothing, I didn't hear any praise. I didn't hear any, oh my gosh, you look good or anything like that. I stayed consistent. And because of that, I can now look back and I see my bag of popcorn and it is delicious. And that's how you have to be with life. Life's going to happen. Your best is going to look different every day. There's going to be days that, yeah, maybe you make it to the gym, but you don't do anything else that day because your body's exhausted. And you don't want to do anything else. You can't have the house big and span and clean. Something's got to sacrifice. And best believe my house did not look spick and span and clean this week. It looked lived in clean, but not spick and span. Something's got to give. Maybe I didn't do exactly what I wanted to do this week, but I know that I did the basics and I stayed consistent 
and I kept the promises that I made to myself. And that's how you got to be on your journey. Your life is going to happen. Things are going to get hard. Unexpected things are going to come up. And you're going to have to figure out how you're going to react to it. Am I going to say, this is too much. I give up. It's too hard. My life is hard. I just want to lay in bed and do nothing about it. Or I'm going to say, I'm going to do my very best. I'm just going to do my best. And even if that means I'm just going to go to the gym, or even if that means I'm just going to go for a walk, or I'm just going to stretch, I'm going to do my very best. And I'm going to continue to show up for myself because that's what I said I was going to do. And if I'm going to show up for my son, and if I'm going to show up for my husband and my daughter, if I'm going to show up for my clients, if I'm going to show up to church for my church, then I need to make sure I also show up for me, my health, my body, my soul, my spirit. I got to still show up for me and show up for yourself because no one is more deserving of that than you. There is no one more deserving. You have to decide that you deserve it too. No one deserves it more than you and you don't deserve it more than anybody else. We are all worthy and deserving equally. It's just a matter of us deciding that and then doing it and doing it again and again and again until we get delicious popcorn. I will talk to you guys later. Don't forget, I want to hear what you guys want to hear. DM me. Let me know what you guys want to hear, any specific topics, any specific coaching, training. I do have healing your relationship with food coming, I promise. And we're going to talk a lot more about fitness too, because it's my thing. I love it. And I can talk about it every day. I will talk to you guys on the next one.